Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts It's 902-1ONG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Oh, hi. You guys, guess what? <laughs> it's another episode of 9021 OMG. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's like Groundhog's Day, but in a good way. <laughs> in the best way. Look at us. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you guys so cute? Um, <laughs> it's hoodie day. You didn't get the memo? Yeah. Because this is what best friends do. Like, we always show up and are wearing similar things, similar colors. We both had hoods on today. I know. When I jumped into the Zoom and was like, is this new merch? Because I <laughs> want it. I feel like a, a garden gnome when I wear a hoodie, though. Do you guys feel Aww, like that? You'd be a cute garden gnome. Wait, Jenny, did I see that you found, like, a box of merch and you're like, should I sell these? And I wanted to tell you yes. What yes. was that? No, I have a 
But this is all her fault, by the way. It's my fault. <laughs> okay, you tell the story because you're better. We we I have a box of Kelly <laughs> t-shirts in my she garage. Goes, you tell the story because you're better at it. Yeah, and then, and then I tell it. <laughs> no, but I I have a box of t- Kelly t-shirts in my garage that I just found, and uh, nobody to wear them. Hello. All we right. did this like fan convention a long time ago. Like four years ago. What was it? Five years ago? I don't even know. I was pregnant with Bo. So like five and a half years ago. And we, uh, yeah. So I, they said you could have merch on your table. So I told her like, oh, hey, they said you can have merch on yeah, your table. At the She's last like, minute. She goes, you, you, well, you I don't know what merch to do. made. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, you got to do it. You got to get merch made. It wasn't that last minute because then she went and had tons of merch made. And then she's like, okay, so how am I getting my merch there? I was like, oh, you really did that? I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Randy did yeah. it all. Let's what speak was it? And then I what, scrambled what and like got somewhere to make me Donna Martin graduates t-shirts in 24 hours because I was nervous <laughs> I wouldn't have any merch. But you got left with how much merch? A lot. You overmerched. I overmerched. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Let's do something with it. Let's and we could make a big blanket. No, what are the what are they? I want the t-shirts. They're t-shirts. I'll I'll get them out of the scary I garage. I t-shirts. It's yeah. on my house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all that and then some. We have a big episode this week, though. Another Huge. stocked full of shenanigans at college. I think it's sh- it stocked full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you think it was? <laughs> shocked full. Shocked full. Chocked. It's chocked full. Oh, chocked. Yeah, or stocked, I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It all works. Anyway, season four, episode five, Radio Days, aired October 6, 1993. Synopsis, Donna has had enough of the graveyard shift. Brenda blows her first job. Hmm? Steve tries to break up with Celeste, but realizes he loves her. Kelly is tired of forcing Dylan to join her at parties. And John Sears is waiting in the wings to strike while Kelly is alone. Meanwhile, Andrea is getting too close for comfort with her teacher, Dan Rubin. Directed by Richard Lang, written by Richard Golance. Who dat? Never heard of him. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> uh, sorry, no offense, Richard. You did a great job. It was. It was a good episode. <laughs> Wait. Dude, what, what the F? This episode. The, Amy, you are chomping at the bit to talk about something at the very end. And we're not going to let you do it. No, no, Mm-mm. nope. You're gonna have Patience. to wait. Patience. I'll be patient. Okay, let's let's talk about all the different uh, fingers of this episode. It oh, seems dear. like it's not like an ABC storyline anymore. It's like a every character has their own thing, and and every episode we kind of touch on where that character is yeah. in their story, which is kind of cool. It's great. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Mm-mm. No, but it makes it a a lot to talk about because there's so many characters. So let's just start with, like, let's just jump in with uh, Donna and David on the radio. Okay. Did you all get a memo, though? Flower dresses only. <laughs> Literally. Floral, floral everywhere. <laughs> and look what is finally making an entrance. Timberlands. Yes. Oh, yes. This is the point in the program where Timberlands <laughs> gave Doc Martens a run for their money. The yeah. other guy the I boots, saw. The beige uh, work boots. The other guy I saw, uh, other day I saw a guy wearing Timberland boots, but with a five-inch heel. Stiletto. What? Yeah, he was working. He was a crew member on a, a show I did in New York, and he worked in them for 15, 16 hours. 
What? Yeah, he was amazing. Anyway, good for Timberlands him. are still killing it. So are flower dresses, floral. But we start off with with Donna and David. Very, you're very, very cranky in the mornings. Apparently, I know you need your eight hours. Bubbly. Oh, jeez, I'm disgusted. Kelly is disgusting. Like, oh, you want some coffee? And I was like, shut Uh, up. That that's my worst nightmare. Someone like that in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God, neither of us are actually like that. Nope. Nope. But David, David's room. Did you feel like maybe David's room might be smelly? What was it a fort? It was like a fort. Why are there like thing? What was he building a fort? Like a kid? Was he trying to block out the light with all that? It's really a choice. Mm -hmm. Choice. It was reminiscent of a boy's sort of dorm fraternity room. I know he's living in the apartment, but that's what they look like. Oh yeah, mattress on the floor, hung up everywhere. Fabric. Yeah. 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 It, It did look stinky though. He sleeps in a lot of jewelry, too. <laughs> but just one earring. Remember, wait, when did, it was one earring, and then when for a while it was two earrings. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. Are there earrings at all anymore? In, mm. in style or? On, on him. Brian. Yeah, on Brian. I think he went back to wearing earrings again. On. I don't know if it's two or two, one. Oh, I don't no, know. We got to look it up. Sure. We need to find out because I'm curious. But your outfits were so cute in this episode and your little pigtails. I know you know I love your hair when it's all natural looking like that. Oh my you gosh, hate it. you know I hated it, <laughs> of course. But you're so tan. Hello, how does one get that tan? Because you're not that tan anymore. <sighs> I'm not because <laughs> keep in mind it was the 90s. We didn't know the research and tanning beds were very in. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Um Wait. I'm not sad that I don't go to tanning beds anymore because I'm protecting my skin, but I do miss those 12 minutes of peace and quiet. I know, right? That was nice. You Wait, just did you ever have one on? in your house? No. Did you? What? <laughs> no, I didn't have one. Duh. I know somebody that had one, but it wasn't me. Really? hmm Someone we know? hmm <laughs> Interesting. No, but I used to love going like, you know, that was like the weekly thing. Get your nails done. Get your 12-minute tan on. Lay in the bed. They would have the stickers you could put on, like a little heart. And when oh, yeah. it would tan around the heart, so you come away and you have like an imprint, a white heart but on little your tan did we, body. When, little did we know we were microwaving our innards. Yeah. Do so people no longer do, do that? that. Do people do that? Still? I think they still do it. There's still tanning beds? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? I thought they would have spray. gone out of business by now. There's spray and the you can spray. still get in a bed. Interesting. Okay. Well, obviously, you guys go for the spray because there's no harm in the spray. Yes, there is. Yeah, there probably is. In the spray? You can inhale that toxic whatever. Well, why are you sniffing in when it's spraying on? They <laughs> well, clearly you have to say, hold your breath. You can't hold your breath that One, long. I'm two, sorry. One, two, three, four. Remember the time BH and I <laughs> we got spray tans? And... <laughs> We went to like a machine. <gasps> right. Wait, with the automated we machines, which automated not machine. A good idea. And we both got freaked out because we hadn't done it in like 20 years. And it was like turn. And we got freaked out and we Ross, and I was like, Ross I have turned. Friends. I didn't know. And yeah, Jen had the same experience. We both came out very bewildered. Yeah. And then 
it it progressed that tan. So um, halfway oh through filming God. the next day, we had turned into Umbalumbas. Uh, I was so orange. That's, That's the day. Ross. That's the day of so we were orange. arriving at the convention. I'll never forget it in that big hotel with all that natural yeah. light, and I couldn't yeah. hide it. There was no amount of makeup that would make me not look orange. And it it's got worse. Like in the morning, <laughs> you're like, "Do I look tan?" And I was like. Yeah, you look really tan. It's looking good. And then and literally an hour later, I'm like, it's Ooh. getting darker. And then like we were in the elevator going down and we looked and she was way darker than me. But yeah. it was like orange. So true. What about the time we got a spray tan in our apartment? That one time mm-hmm. the lady came over with her little pop-up thing and yep. spray tanned us. And you were in your tent butt naked. And it, the tent was like is just like four sides. There's no roof. And yeah. I was on the <laughs> I was on the phone with my husband on FaceTime and he was like, what are you guys doing? So I like put my phone up over the top of the How mean tent is that? and he saw your whole body naked. <laughs> That's not even funny. Poor I Dave. It was Dave, really I'm funny. sorry. He'll never forget Again. it. Again. I know. He can't unsee it now. That's why he, whenever he sees me, he doesn't look at me the same way. He Thanks a lot. He can't look you in the eye. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Is that we realized Dan Rubin, the RA, is also a teacher? Is that allowed even? <laughs> wow. Amy, the, co- the only college Bring goer here. That was good. That was good. good. Uh, well, Seamless we'll transition. Okay. <laughs> uh, no okay, we're going to switch to that storyline. Okay. Well, well, that's what comes next. Were we so. done with Donna and David? Apparently. We didn't even like. We, yeah. Donna gets no, no, her no, own no. radio keep, show. Keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Donna says she can't take it anymore. She goes in to quit. She gets her own radio show. She's shoved on the air. She does it. It's a huge success. We just want to get to the next storyline. Here we go. And then uh, David finds out the pool party because girls were like, oh my God, you're on your radio show. We have to talk about the pool party. Wait, you're going too fast now. She quits altogether. What's happening? Stop. Oh my God. Okay, so Dan Rubin. Everybody take a breath. We're going to go back. We're going to go calmly go back. Thank you, Amy, for trying to get us back on the rails. Uh, but I just wanted to talk about that David is so stressed out all the time. And he's kind of mean. Yeah. Does anybody else feel that way? But this happens with teens when they get stressed. I see my kids going through it. They get kind of snippety. Yeah. He's a bit reliant on Donna. Like a huh, bit like codependent. It's just let her do her thing. You do your thing. I don't know. Am I the only one that sort of sees that? Yeah, a I understand bit? why he's yeah. upset. There's a they're a package deal in his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then then Donna goes and basically gets her own podcast <laughs> before <laughs> before podcasts were even a thing. You were like talking all about see like we do go off going off on. Why would you take your hoodie off? I didn't like the way I looked. Oh. Wait, should I take mine off? Yeah, probably. No, you look actually cuter in it. <gasps> okay, okay. Phew. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you had your own podcast, which I thought was pretty progressive. Wow. For I a hot kind minute. I did. Yeah, yeah for a hot Then it was minute. over. Then his girlfriend came back to town. And that guy's like, get out. All but right. I'm sad that Donna wants to quit the radio show altogether, though. She's exhausted. She's tie-tie, Yeah. I know, but you don't get that well. Welcome to life. You that, said you know? something funny like, yeah, I'm going to write my essay on the bags under my eyes or something like that. <laughs> and I did. I had ba- literal mm-hmm. bags under my eyes. Um, I think that? it's important to note that Donna's essay was the one that the 
professor, teacher, loved. Donna is really has a shot at being a real student. And maybe she's realizing that and it, it's a priority. Whereas I don't know if she lives David Silver's dreams. Yeah, Good you're her. right. She, yeah. Good yeah, for her you're to right. like reel it in and do what she wants to do. Speaking of her essay, I was really good because I thought I was really good. Uh, speaking of her essay, I was really happy because I thought this entire show went and never made the connection between Doc Martin and Doc Martens mm-hmm. and that Donna wore them. I was like, right. what a missed opportunity. But they did acknowledge they did. it. They did. And Doc Martin was upset and thought she was making fun of him by wearing them. You know what I was upset about was the college classrooms. I mean, what? Oh, yeah. They look like high school. Yeah, that looked like Little House on the Prairie classrooms, like with a blackboard. What? Those are like circa 1884. Thank you, Clarina. Amy. That's a great point, Jenny, (laughs) because that is not what a... That is not what they would look like, especially at California University. Exactly. Did they have little desks like, like elementary school? Is that what the, yes, the desks look they like? They look like they're straight out of Anne. You know that show about Anne? What's the show? A, it, a, a for, is for Anne or Anne with an E? <laughs> Anne with an E, yes. Had he loves the boy that? on that show. Anyways, yeah. it, it was um, Anne with an E, yeah. Wait, Amy, do they, they don't have little desks like that, right? Well, first of all, I would assume that California University is like a huge school. So you'd yeah. go to a giant lecture hall, like a like yeah. going to an, oh, like an auditorium. Like other shows that, yes, that, with the that show colleges. Kind of. mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's no... Wow. Um, this literally looked down. like they redressed our high school set, but painted everything brown. Ding, ding. Now then they you did. do sometimes have these classes that are like sections, so... You have your big giant lecture, and then you go to this section, and that would be smaller, but still, it doesn't. They've shown two classes now, you guys, and they're both in little tiny desks with blackboards. It's a high. It's yeah, Yeah, doesn't feel collegey. Not no, Mm -hmm. no. Like even my my kids, like elementary school, my kids' classes look like that. But even my teens in high school, they have like benches they sit on, or like tables, communal tables, and stuff. I don't know. I don't know either. But it, Amy, to your point, it is weird that the RA. That's is right, a isn't professor? it? Is a professor. I, mean, I thought maybe he was a TA. Like he was. Oh, the that could be right. Assistant, but we don't really know. We don't know. But we do know that he's got the hots for Andrea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we do know that he forever is just one name, Dan Rubin. Yeah. And we do know that he likes to bicycle. These are all things yeah. we know about him. What? Let's talk about. Um, want to talk about Stephen Celeste? Do you want to talk about Brenda getting a job? Both. But did you hear somebody yeah. say? I'm assuming it was Steve. Panty raid at the Alpha House. Blech. I did hear it. I didn't hear that. Panty raid. Oh, you missed that line completely. You would have gagged. Yeah. No, I didn't. Hear but that. then I was confused what a panty raid means. Like I think still- the boy. I think in the. I don't know, Animal House days. I yeah. think it was like they would go in and steal the underwear. I guess that was the theory of it. I don't, it's not even real. Oh my God, you got to lock up your undies now? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the things we women have to do. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. 
This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. 
Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. A lot of jeans with belts and tucked in shirts. A lot of jean on jean action when uh, Steve and Celeste were making out on the bed. All I could focus on was all the jean tangle <laughs> on the bed. And like her cute see- butt and leg wrapped around him. It was a lot. She's very pretty. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Fred Siegel. Shout out to Fred Siegel. <gasps> we really the filmed days. there, you guys. No, wait. Yeah. So did they say they were uh, she was applying for a job at Maxwell's? Yeah, they, they used the name Maxwell's, but it was Fred Siegel's. Well, um, maybe there was a Maxwell's within Fred Siegel because Maxwell's is back mm-hmm. at the Malibu Country Mart, right? And Maxwell's at the time was really almost diagonal kind of-ish to Fred Siegel. It was right in the neighborhood. There was not a Maxwell section. Wait, when did she say she's applying to Maxwell's? That's what I thought she said. She said that in the very beginning, and then she goes to Fred Siegel. Fred Siegel. Because we usually called it Fred Siegel. Yeah. So I wonder if they shot two things, like two application processes, and they dropped the Maxwell's one? Well, no, because Celeste works at Maxwell's, but here's what's weird. Oh. The first scene where she goes to see her, you see Fred Siegel. Yeah. And then she goes into the store. But when Steve goes back to see Celeste, it seemed like a totally different entrance. Because there there was a difference. Yeah. That was like the the back entrance. Different sections. You know what? Maybe we're wrong. Maybe Maxwell's had a tiny little station within Fred Siegel. That's what I'm thinking. They did have little areas. But it's just so iconically Fred Siegel, and mm-hmm. we've talked about shopping at Fred Siegel be- before. That's odd to do it. But. Mm-hmm. Was Fred Siegel in its heyday? Do you guys remember? Like, is yes. That- okay. Oh yeah. yes, that's where we all shopped. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I spent some money there. Mm. Is the Fred Siegel still on Melrose? Mm-hmm. Yes. So just the Santa Monica ones. Yeah, that one's gone. Melrose one was always better. So what do we think of Brenda? See, this is the part that threw me. Mm-hmm. Is that Brenda's like, I need a job. I need to start my career. In retail? Yeah. Well, I, she needs money to be able to start her career. Does she need money? Like, uh, what's her big passion for needing the job? Independence, probably. Yeah, I would I, guess. I would guess. But how then she, she just conveniently ends up in Jim's office taking his job. And then it turns into a Brady Bunch episode. I'm sorry. But they already did that storyline on the Brady Bunch when I think it was either Greg or Peter. The poster. The, they lose the poster at Magic Mountain. Everybody's yeah, seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes. And then that's what happened with Brenda. She didn't it lose it. It was but- a little cliche for me that like 
She's not going to screw that up. And then she like. That's not Brenda. Drives off in her station wagon. Whose car is that? I don't know. Jim's, right? Who drives a station wagon? I've never seen. Cindy's. It must be Cindy's. Oh, yeah. I also just thought it was so Captain Obvious. Like, she's like, oh, Dad, I'm on it. But first, I'm going to stop by the pool party. And immediately, I'm like, this is the one where she forgot to deliver. (laughs) This is the one. That's how they always say with shows. (laughs) You saw it coming. So, and then she's way too responsible for that. That's not a Brenda move. You know what I mean? Like, no. And she, she she did all that dancing, though. I think that. Made her forget. I mean, can we talk? Can we talk about? It? <laughs> I I remember being scarred by that scene when I when we filmed it. Like the just the watching of that dancing was so cringe. But I thought it was so good. You like the dancing? Oh my god! I thought I they scarred. were great. I think the whole everybody dancing together, like the whole dance party, was really cute. And I loved the pan across with the big guy in the red shirt. He was my favorite. <laughs> And he was oh like a, a contender. Like, he almost won the contest. But Brenda so and David did. So, to understand. I, I have a story about that. Oh. There's a reason, okay. there's a reason I, didn't da- I didn't dance. It wasn't supposed to be Brenda and David. What? So, I had been in a car accident and got whiplash. <gasps> and I was okay. But I remember this day forever because two things happened. One, like a massage, like therapist, like a chiropractor had to come to the trailer because we were filming somewhere and we weren't on set filming that, obviously, and work on me in the trailer. And I had to do that for weeks, whatever, like physical therapy. And then also the bad boyfriend I've talked about before, we had this blowout fight because he didn't even give a shit that I got like hurt. And I was like crying in my trailer in between physical therapy crying hysterically and then having to get my makeup reapplied and then go to set and film all day long at that party and pretend to have fun. But that's why I didn't dance. You were supposed to be the one dancing with him. So I completely took it as you pulled Brenda aside and you said, I need you to do something for me. And I thought you told her to dance with him so they would win. Not originally. Whoa, because I thought... Like that Brenda was known as the best dancer or something. And that you did that for David so that he could win and feel great and not feel oh, so like. Yeah, that makes taking sense. All that, his- that does make a lot more mm-hmm. sense. But yeah, <laughs> that's how it played out. But those dance moves were a little too sexual I for me watching risque. my boyfriend and best friend. I loved it. They were they were touching crotches. There were crotch touching. It made me uncomfy. I'm not going to lie. And then you panda Donna each time and she's just like, smiling and I was like standing right by them. Yeah. So guys, were was Shannon known as a good dancer? She's a good little sexy dancer. She had her move. She that got, move. She's got the moves of the gr- the grindy moves. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she was a good dancer. Yeah, I, really I felt remember. like it was a moment to show them off. Because we've seen her dance <laughs> a couple other times where we knew, oh, you're good. Yeah. When David dances, though, I just, it's the same as in the hallway when he's like same this. Move. But he always <laughs> looks up. Like, what What are you looking at? What's up there? I just want to know. <laughs> it the, makes the, dan- the dance gods. <laughs> Please, bestow me. That's like very, like, what What was that movie? Uh, Can't Buy Me Love? <laughs> when he does that. The, the Ronnie, whatever. It was like, but he oh, looks up. man. <laughs> She's all, that stupid dance. That stupid dance. That party, though, was fun. The, the, the pool party was fun. 
Although, till we had to go in the water. Do you remember how cold it was? (laughs) It was cute the way everybody jumped in the pool. It was so cold. But I don't remember. It was cold. It was really cold. Oh, no. It looked dangerous. Like haphazard, like somebody could yeah, get hurt. Like, like, yeah, and I was worried they were going to fall on my neck. <laughs> oh, and you had to jump in. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait. God, there's so much to discuss. What about when okay. when Celeste pegs uh, Steve with the beach ball, and his reaction is like so, ah, like it hurts so bad. What's <laughs> the beach ball? He was being so inappropriate with. Le- was her name Leslie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pause. Number one. Do you remember the jumping in? Because you obviously really only had one take on that. One take. Tell me everything. Don't remember it. Luke's hair. Poor Luke's (laughs) hair. So bad. You know, it was all down. Like wet and down. I thought it was cute. What can you guys remember from that? Apparently it was cold. (laughs) That's all I got. But I didn't even have that. Tori's trying. Wait, she's scanning she's her really? brain. No, I feel like there was a lot going on for me that day, and I didn't want to jump in because I was freaking out about my neck and, like, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I wasn't having a good day, but I remember Jen was really nice to me that day. <laughs> and was. in between, you were. Aww. And in between scenes, we were sitting and you were, like, talking to me about stuff and helping me. Okay. Well, it just leads us right into the to the John Sears conversation. Is this that's all we want to talk creepy about. Creepy or what? Or hot. Or hot. I can't. I think it's, he's laying on the creep vibes way too thick here. It's, he's so cute, but I can't. Why does he come at it from that angle? He's so handsome and so, you know, charming. Like, why does he have to be creepy? Um, Was he directed that way? Working for him, he <laughs> made out with him. Okay, uh, from an outside standpoint, it's not working for me, and I want it to work because no. I think I physically I am like, the, oh, they're so cute together. Yeah, and like, I, I want the want like love that. triangle thing. Yeah, I want it to work, but from every second, I'm just like, ew, gross. Why is he so aggressive? He doesn't give up easily, especially you know, when it's worth it. Ew, what is he talking about? What? When it's worth, you know what I, I feel really like he's appreciate. Kidnap you and slice and dice. I you. think so because he stalks yeah. her. He follows her home or gets her address from somebody else, which is definitely creepy. Followed and then her home. He goes he up the stairs you. and shows her home. Goes up there on the on their private deck, un uh, uninvited. Then why does she like him? Apparently, she is um, attracted to his charm when he says things like, "Now you really know how to work a hot dog, don't you?" Oh, my God. I missed that. Oh, my God. Oh, it's at the pool party when they're standing there right before Dylan shows up. And he says, you really know how to work a hot dog. <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. He is. who who Whoever wrote his stuff, because it's so different. Because he's like, how's the most beautiful girl in the freshman class? And then he says, I'm only leaving so I don't have to share you. Like, it's very, like, every single time. Richard Galance. Richard Galance. Only writer on this one. Yeah. He must have written that. He's the voice of John Sears, apparently. Does one writer write the whole thing? There wasn't, like, a writer's room? There is. There's a writer's room, but they got, he got sole credit. So it means he did, it wasn't like. He did the majority. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, hmm. okay. Do you guys like him? John Sears? Yeah. Do you guys like him? Jenny and Tori. No. I remembered liking him 
on camera. But now watching it back, I'm like, no, I'm not liking him from any, I don't believe him from any second. I feel like he just wants to kill her. Like, it's really <laughs> not. Donna, that's It was like different that. when Jake would say like, you know, kind of dark, bad boy lines to her. There was still something about him that I was like, oh, it, it was hot. This guy's delivering it and it's not hot. It's. Mm-mm. Donna doesn't like him. Mm-mm. You can tell. No. Now, my next question would be for you both. Is this the Kelly, is this what you think Kelly would have done? No. Like, does. I would does, have never had Kelly written Kelly no. to do this. I hated at the end that she kissed this guy. I was like, he, what the, uh, what the I heck agree. are you doing? I, no, you're an idiot. Like, I was like, he's obviously I, trying to yeah. break you guys up and come between you. Like, what? I hated it. I hated it. I just needed him to be more convincing. Like, he should have come in nice. Something about him that, like, wooed her over. And then if he's going to turn creep, turn creep. But, like, the way he came in at it, I feel like Kelly never would have gone for a guy like this. The only thing he really, his only argument was, like, you deserve somebody who doesn't ignore you. Like, and that, for her, was pegging, like, really triggering what she was already feeling because Dylan's kind of been a little bit more self-involved and and kind of boring but do we think that kelly is fully overreacting like when dylan says like hey i'll go do my poetry or whatever he needs his lecture it was his lecture you go to the pool party we'll meet up after and she flips her lid yeah i was i wrote down kelly's a little reactive yeah (laughs) just a little reactive it's that time of the month (laughs) Okay, so I just want to break this down a little bit more. I, For me, it became two things. One, a TV show where I'm like, okay, I get it. This is juicy. This is drama. Then two, I was like, is this the move Kelly would have made? And I think maybe she would. Well, then- Why didn't they just set it up a little differently? Like, don't you want your audience to want them to be together? You want them inevitably it, it to be Dylan and Kelly, but you want something here. You want to be into it. You want the audience to want John Sears and Kelly to yeah, make out. But for the instead, moment. I was like, no, no, no. Don't, no. don't let it happen. And I then think it did. they want the audience to be aghast <gasps> because we love Kelly and Dylan. So it's like, <gasps> what is she well, doing? And also for the people that don't love Kelly and Dylan that are Brenda and Dylan camp, they were like, see? This bimbo yeah. is cheating on Dylan now. Like, like they're making Kelly look real bad. Even worse than <laughs> they already did. Interesting. Right. I like, don't know. Maybe they're evil geniuses. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't take it that far. <laughs> I, f- I feel like her, like, flipping her lid was just so we could get her to be like, okay, fine, I'll go for John Sears and kiss him. Like, it was just so... Out of the blue. Right. And then even when Dylan shows up at the pool party and he gets all jelly and has that mm-hmm. face off with with John, <laughs> which was a little comical. <laughs> he didn't because, shake his hand. It was so aggressive. Oh, yeah. He was so, like, cocky and confident that it was hot. But in that situation, because John could have taken Dylan probably. Physically, <laughs> he would dominate that fight. But because Dylan has such a confidence about him, he intimidates the guy mm-hmm. out of out of it, which I loved seeing. I don't know. Isn't there that part in all of us that wants a guy to stand up like that and be like for you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a little nincompoopy, though. What do you mean nincompoopy? It's what, like, for boys to why do are that? These, both these boys acting like this? Because they're boys. I think they would be acting much more like Steve. Boys in college are so like having a great time. They are not going to throw down over a over a, a girl. A gal. It's Kelly Taylor. Hello. <laughs> the most beautiful girl. Uh-huh. I mean, Duh. there are exceptions and she's one. <laughs> I just don't know how I, I don't know. You don't know. It's just, a, it's like. I love it all. I love the drama. I love the whole thing. But I'm like, mm, what is going on? Like John Sears, let's be honest, he can get any girl. Why is he like chasing after her so hard? She's got a boyfriend. Kelly waited forever for Dylan. They've been through these ups and downs. Why is she just going to kiss this kind of well, tool bag? You just said it. John Sears can have any girl he wants. They probably all throw themselves at him. Mm-hmm. But Kelly, he kind of can't, can't have, have, right? So that She blows him them... off. She has a boyfriend. So she's the one he's going to go after. Why is that the case? Which part? Like you can't, you want what you can't have. That's just life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I hate that. That's like so every aspect. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. We started talking about this incident. 
drugs and the officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, a couple like little tidbits. One, Brenda and the job. And then she ends up with the famous TV producer that she's a baby. <laughs> so like, typical. Mm-hmm. That producer guy. Oh, my God. He made me laugh yeah. out loud. Uh, and then she goes into the kids, the babysitting room. And there we see uh, Chuck and Karen's kids. Because no, every time there's a scene with children in it, we always had Chuck and Karen's two cute little redheaded children in it. <laughs> Because they were cheap, uh-huh. probably free. They wanted they to do free. it. <laughs> yeah. They. I wonder oh how many God. times they appeared on our show. Because it was a lot. A lot, I bet. Uh-huh. It was always like a family event. And Karen would bring them down. And mm-hmm. super no cute. But yeah. I, I mean, what, oh, do you wanna, what did you guys... Okay, did you guys feel like there was a difference in the direction on the show this week? Like the cinematography, there were so many extreme close-ups that it was like, whoa, back the camera up. Like I felt like there were an, in in a number of scenes with different characters, there were just close-ups that were unexplained out of nowhere, and it it <sighs> took me out every time. Like it was just mm. too a little too close. I didn't know what it was, but I was like, when did I get bags under my eyes? I was like 18. What the hell's happening? There were close-ups on too you. Close. There were close-ups on, on Celeste's skin. Steve. Oh, my God. Celeste. Not flattering. Mm-mm. Too close. Oh, yeah. Too close. Back okay. that camera up. I didn't notice it, but. Nowadays, I, we would tell them. But we didn't oh, know really? then. But nowadays, any time a camera comes within 10 feet of me, I'm like, whoa, I think you should probably back up a little bit. Well, so wait, here's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. 
I would assume a close-up, the camera's in the same spot and they just zoom it in. Is a close-up the camera's actually like super close to you? It depends on what lens they have on it. Like there's so many variables, but a lot of times it's close to you. When, yeah, it's not like, like the, the master the whole scene and then they just zoom into you. It's not that. They is reset. Is there times when the camera is like very close to your face? There have been times. Yeah. yeah. Is that hard to act? Uh, Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. can be pretty distracting. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Whoa. Steven Celeste? Yeah. He's, he's so sensitive. That? We have to. He's so sensitive. and What? Why? He was such an ass. Why did he want to break up with her just because he wanted to... Get Why do you say sensitive? Well, just he because realizes he's scene, in love with her. Yeah, that scene with him eating the ice cream with Jim and Brandon. Oh, yeah. He's just so sensy. And whenever he gets on the verge of like being emotional, his voice is like so sensitive. <laughs> makes me, I don't know what to do. Like he that. clenches that his little jaw. That was a very cute scene. That was a very cute scene with that the was. ice cream. Again, the vanilla ice cream. Yeah, but that was very cute with the three boys. We don't get that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then sort of giving him advice. So basically, we go on this episode. Steve wants to break up with her. But then, then he makes he, out with her. And then he upsets her. And then he and goes then he and decides, begs for forgiveness. Yeah. Because she was, what's going to happen with this relationship? Are they going to stay together? Or are they going to break up? I just, I need to know. Do you, do you not know? Mm-mm. No, I don't know. You don't, Tori, you don't know? Well, I know eventually they break up. I just okay. feel like she's on it for a bit longer, but I don't know. She is. Okay. Was it me or in that specifically in that scene with the ice cream? Was Steve's hair higher than normal? Hmm. Was the poof taller? Didn't notice? Didn't notice. Hmm. I noticed. Like noticeably? Yeah. Like I was like, like I could almost see through like he like diffused it that day or something. Yeah, sprayed it. I don't know. It was mm. real, He's it was pretty cute in this episode. He's he got a lot of episode, shirtless. A yeah. lot of shirtless stuff. Which we him. know you always love. Yeah. He's playful yeah, and age it felt it felt oddly age inappropriate when he was walking into school with his briefcase and he looked like a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a 28, 29 year old lawyer. But then really age appropriate when he was like goofing around in the pool and it, it was cute. People, but kind uh, of very Steve, like Sanders, yeah. to make himself like bigger than like I'm coming in with a briefcase. Did you notice in the opening scene of well, when they get to school that first day, um, the same girl is roller skating in the same flag hot pants. I didn't see her. <laughs> <laughs> they use the same shot from school registration, like a bigger shot. They they, they thought this is a good shot. Or Let's maybe keep using it. Yeah, or maybe she just comes to school every single day in that mm, same maybe. outfit and roller skates. Who but knows? Wait, go back to the scene with the ice cream with Steve and, and, and yep. Brandon. Did anybody else really, really love the um, line when Steve said, yeah, but Mr. Green Jeans has other ideas. <laughs> Referring to no. his, his <laughs> Mr. What? Mr. Green. I don't never I heard it referred to as a Mr. Was, Green Jeans. But There was a couple kind you of You guys, I didn't know what that lines. meant. He was saying that I don't... His penis? He, got, he liked it. I have it. never heard that phrase. Mr. They call, Green Jeans? Ew. Wait. Ew, you've heard that? I've never a heard pe- that. What? So where did it come from? I don't know. Who, who calls a penis Richard Mr. Green Hugh Brannon was an American vocalist, arranger, composer, actor known as Mr. Green Jeans on the television show Captain Kangaroo. Now, I don't know why he compared that Mr. Green Jeans. 
jeans. Can you Google, can you call a penis Mr. Green Jeans? Sure. I can, Mr. Green Jeans penis. Let me try that. Ew, no, that's something bad's going to okay. come up. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. New book reveals Captain Kangaroo's dirty secrets. What? Oh, oh. this is getting good. I don't know what that is. Oh, Lord. I don't know. I don't know if it's a euphemism for your P word. I don't know. But what did he do exactly? Like, why was, I get it. Celeste saw him like flopping around in the pool with somebody else. Is that all she's mad about? Or was it because also she well, he didn't wasn't invite her to the, invited pool to the pool party? But then he did. I guess. I mean, I think he's just not paying attention to her. And he's yeah, clearly, she was already he's like, pissed. I, and then she came and then he's in the pool with another girl. If a dude is telling his bestie, I want to break up with her so I can date a bunch of college girls. The girlfriend is obviously probably feeling that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does. Of course, Celeste. I know. She, where does she go? Where does she come from? She is not from their school. She doesn't go to their college. She said she goes to a JC. She must go to like Santa Monica oh, City or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not going to work out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Here to tell I like you. her so much. I, I feel know. like she's the type of girl that boys go into college or high school and they don't want to settle down. It's too soon. But if they met them like 10 or 15 years later, she would be the one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seems to have it all together. Yeah. I really like the scene um, with you and Andrea, with Donna oh, and Andrea. Mm-hmm. It was so cute and sweet and it made me miss Gab and want to go out to dinner with her we should do that (laughs) yeah it it is really cute if that was like her talking to us like that's the way she's totally speaks to us Mm -hmm. couple questions why does steve live at home or was he just home to make out with celeste like why doesn't he live in the keg house or in a dorm or maybe they just went there he's got more money than any of you guys doesn't make sense i thought he was in the keg and he lived there but then Wait, are you sure that's his bedroom? I, I didn't realize. That was yeah. his home bedroom. Those those glass blocks, I remember. <laughs> Unforgettable. Yeah. I didn't even notice it. Wait, yeah, he wouldn't be at home. For sure he wouldn't be at home. So that's weird. And do like, oh, you guys think so that makeout scene, she's like, I can do whatever you want me to do. Anything. Ew or cute? I just wrote ew or cute. I don't know. Ew. I, it wasn't I'm, I'm going right? to go ew. <laughs> I'm on the ooze <laughs> side of that one. <laughs> I was just like, wait, okay. So the only thing I was thinking about is I feel like at this point they've slept together, right? Have they not gone all the way? No, they're sure they have. So, oh, I I just got it, you guys. Sorry. So anything means like, um, like a different orifice or what? Like what is, (laughs) no, I'm I'm asking for a friend. Wait, what What do you, because I thought it meant I can do, we can do anything. And usually when a girl says that, she's like, I'm willing to go all the way now for the first time, but they've gone all the way before. So why would you say that to your boyfriend? Unless it was. Somewhere general. She's talking about, oh my God. They were going to go to the movies. So she's saying, (laughs) We don't what? have to go to the movies. We can do anything you want. Just meaning regular old sex. Just not any weird. No, ideas. you guys. You don't say that to someone you constantly have regular old sex with. You don't say we can do anything. What? If oh it's not God. the first. Are you guys kidding me right now? I don't want to have this conversation. I don't know. I I'm think she was going to let. It, I, I think, think she was saying we could do anal for the first time. No. Just saying. <sighs> yeah. No. If if you want to read into that, go ahead. 
that that's your think... interpretation okay. of what Celeste wants. Okay. I don't think she was saying that. My experience watching this was my experience. Okay. I think she was trying to be sexy, just like, we don't have to go to the movies. We can do anything you want. Just meaning, like, fool around. Yeah, you sicko. <laughs> <laughs> you perfect. Note. Noted. <laughs> okay. Oh, so much. So much. What do we think Cindy was cooking this time? I saw fruit. I saw corn. I'm just going to go on record and say they spent a lot of budget on set dressing food, food items, groceries. When I don't feel like it's never completely always necessary, it's actually starting to bother me. Because the entire counter is always covered. Unless she's just a messy, like, she's messy, messy cook. She just is a messy cook. Puts, out, puts shit everywhere. I would, I would, I would flip out if Cindy Walsh was cooking is it Maison in my Plus? kitchen. <laughs> Not good, is that right? Maison Plus. <laughs> Next question for you. Yeah. Donna calls out Andrea and says, you like older men. Right. That's my favorite line. She's not wrong. No, she's not. Yeah. Andrea and Brenda have more in common than they even know. And you kind of finally call out the flirtiness with Gil. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we were on to you. Yeah. Who we'll never see again, right? Never. Mm, I think he comes back one more. Time. What? I think no. he's got one more, but I could be wrong. But I thought there's one more. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong. If somebody can look, but I think he comes back once more. What, like a David's bachelor party or something? I mean, bachelor party. <laughs> Gil Myers comes back. What would be the purpose? <laughs> Interesting. Somebody will look while we while we keep chatting. So, um. I feel like we've covered it all. Oh, my goodness. I think there might be a yeah. little bit more I have to ask you guys. More? Yeah, there is. If you, were, if you were Jim, would you give Brenda a second chance? Totally. Nope. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's his daughter. Of course oh, he's he gonna... said nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, but I just feel like he's... She constantly has him wrapped around her little finger, like well, daddy's yeah. girl. I know, but like, it, why does that bother you so much? I don't know. <laughs> is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. 
Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I forgot the best Brenda line of the whole thing. What? Pre law, pre med, pre menstrual? <laughs> that is uh, poetry, Richard Golance. My notes say Dylan seems like a freak. Kelly seems like a freak. Celeste is overreacting. There's a lot of overreacting for me. I think this is what happens when you have a new writer write an episode season four. And yeah, and doesn't know the characters. The characters have been well established, enough. their voices. It's kind of odd not to have him at least paired with a more seasoned writer to the show. This is what happens, people. 
Just Mark to give Kiley. you information, Mark Kylie does return in 1995. Oh, so Gil. Mark Kylie is Gil. Yeah. Couple other little tiny tidbits. Did you notice? Okay, so Brenda is wearing the super cute outfit when she goes to the pool party. I think it was maybe jeans and a crop top. I can't exactly remember. But then when she comes home to say she didn't deliver the papers, yeah. she's in a completely new outfit. Well, because she got wet. She jumped in the pool. <gasps> also, okay, so you jumped in, and I guess your hair got wet, so you put on a baseball hat. I've never mm. in my life seen you wearing a baseball cap. And please, God, I hope you never do again. <laughs> I was so distracted in that scene. I was so upset. I was just like, a perfect end to like a not perfect day on set. Like as my personal life was in shams at the moment. And then I had to wear a baseball hat. Why? Shambles. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, whoa, that I've never seen What'd you do with your wet hair? You didn't see me after, did you? Oh, I guess you didn't. Oh, on the, I went home. I went to the beach apartment and. and Made out. Yeah, it dried. From the ocean air. (laughs) From the ocean air. I like how Steve calls her Cell. I don't. Oh. Okay. He kept yelling out, Celeste, Cell, Cell, Cell. (laughs) It bugged me. Stood out (laughs) as bugging. (laughs) I I forgot to write that down, but yeah, it irritated me. (laughs) What are you going to call Celeste, though? You're going to call her Cell, I guess. Cell, probably. So, and then here comes John Sears and she says, leave me alone. And then kiss again. Ugh. Please leave me alone. (laughs) Wait, come kiss me. Oh, I hated her so much. I mean, I hated myself. I don't know. I hated us. With the same hand move for his hair as you do with Dylan. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? The hand and the hair thing? Yeah. When you go in for that. I like to grab a head. I like to grab. What? (laughs) I like and to grab the, the guy by the head. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Kiss him. Do you hate your acting or do you just hate what they're making you do? I hate it all. Really? I hate her acting? I hate yeah, it. I think your performance no. is like good. I hated my acting in this episode <laughs> also. From the tippy really? top scene to the very bottom scene. Really? From the what? chipper little like. Coffee, yum yum, Brent, Adana. Oh, right. You're so great. I hated my voice. I hated my, the way episode. I was like following you around like a little puppy, but it was kind of cute. But then I also hated when at the end, when she's like, go away, I have a boyfriend. And then she freaking kisses him. Ugh, kick that girl. You know, kick, kiss, Mary, kill. I'm going to kill Kelly. That's my kick, kill right kick. now. Not kill. Oh, sorry. Kick. I'm going to kick her. Um, you know who was in this episode? Who? Uh, Lex Medlin was the frat big shot. He was, remember, he was cast as your husband in Mystery Girls. No. And we loved him so much. And our my kids went to school with his kids. And remember, uh, ABC Family recast him when oh, we which went to guy was series. He, which guy was he? His name was Mark Silence? He uh, no, Lex I... Medlin played frat big oh. shot. Lexi. Which, well, which can you tell me who the frat yeah. big shot was? Which I don't remember that? seeing him. And I looked oh, for him the whole time. So I was like, too. oh, Lexi's in this. Wait, he's Le- on one of the big NCIS it, or something right now. So he's what happy. Was but. He, which he was on Mystery Girls, but then they replaced him. But what, so in which, the pilot, 
So in the pilot, he was cast as your husband. <laughs> I remember now. And then when we came to series, we had some soap-looking guy. <laughs> I don't remember. I want to rewatch Mystery Girls, honestly. All right. Well, there's always after season 10 of this. <laughs> Mystery Girls, fuck. What do you guys rate this? Oh, 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 oh wait. We got it. Wait, it's official. We have our rating boards. We do. I did not get one of those, but. You, you, you sent them and you don't have ones? Damn it. Okay, I'm going to say, what do I want to give this episode? Ooh. Wait, wait for me. Hold it up the same time. Wait. My color is not a very strong one, but my feelings are strong. That's a four. Oh, I don't. I said wait for me. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I got so excited. Okay, go. One, two. No, you missed it again. Okay, one, two, three. Wait, you guys. Tori gave it a six. Jenny gave it a four. And gave it a I four. I disagree. I'm giving it like an eight. Really? You give everything 7. an 8. 7.5, 7.5. What did you write? Okay. I gave it a four. We got to get you a better marker. Yeah. But you don't have a, a plethora of markers that mm-hmm. came with the pack. Yeah, yeah. I got my pack. Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> this should a million percent be a television show. Four. Because this still. Not very strong. <laughs> People saw what I see in this Zoom. <laughs> is my four backwards? Am I doing it wrong? No, you did it perfect. My six was backwards, but how do you do that? Uh, your six wasn't. None of your numbers <laughs> were backwards. But for me, it was backwards when I'm looking into this Zoom. Whatever. What are you doing? <laughs> Whatever. Because- this is, we've got to wrap this up because people actually have lives to live. <laughs> This is not because this them. is how it should look. <laughs> no, that's backwards. <laughs> oh my God. But not for me. That's what Steve and Celeste were doing. Ew. Two sixes. <laughs> What's that? You mean 69? What's two sixes? That's just like that's just like bumping feet. <laughs> oh, okay, Please send everybody. your questions. There was a note on the Instagram that. I don't, I only ask my own questions. Send your questions in the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I will ask them all. Yes, send your questions, send your feelings. We want them. I try to ask good stuff, but the stuff. What's our next episode, you guys? Oh, yeah. What is um, episode six? Ooh, Strangers in the Night. In, oh, strangers I know what's coming. in the Night. You know what's coming? Big Brenda stuff coming. Oh. 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 Wait. Mm -hmm. With Dylan? David Gale. David Gale. You You said David David Gale. Gale. Oh. Stuart? I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but I am looking forward to it. So, uh, and we, we, um, we did a fun thing this week too with our 9021, uh, mini episode, mm-hmm. which is going to be coming out. Uh, so look for that this week, everybody. And that's it. We love you. Bye guys. I used to have so many men. 
how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes nearly 10 million dollars was all gone it's just unbelievable hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 